0: Welcome to the Worship Leader Probs Podcast with your hosts Jeremy and Brian, a.k.a.
1: Mr. Probs, a.k.a. Big Tasty. Look, serving in worship and production can be one of the most rewarding experiences. But it can also feel like... Ah! I'm a worship
0: pastor. And I'm a production pastor. And these are are our problems. problems. Welcome to episode 75 of the Worship Leader Probs Podcast, where we aim to encourage, entertain, and equip worship and tech leaders all over the world. Sponsored by Planning Center Online.
1: What's up, Big Tasty? What is up? 75, my man.
0: Bro, That's a lot of episodes. I'm not going to lie. Um... I didn't I like I thought we'd go far. I did not know that we would actually take this to 75 episodes.
1: Okay, so and we've only skipped a couple of weeks.
0: Oh, yeah. Like we we have been rocking this thing.
1: I bet you we've skipped less than 5 weeks.
0: Oh, 100% since we started. Oh, 100%. That's
1: crazy. That's you know yep. what that is? It's that's intestinal fortitude.
0: It it is definitely that. So, um I'm trying to see right now Oh, yeah. So this is our 75th anniversary. We should have bought each other something gold.
1: Something gold. You yeah. have kind of a gold hue about you.
0: I do. I could send you some of my beard hairs.
1: <laughs> I don't know if that would count as a 75th anniversary present. Oh, Did you ever read when you were a kid? Okay. In the library at school, there was this book called Where the Sidewalk Ends.
0: Yes. Shel Stevenson.
1: Shel's, yeah. So he's got... There's a poem in there about uh, a guy with a really long beard. I should, I should, oh for real, I should frame that and send it to you.
0: My favorite was the one about the king that would only eat peanut butter sandwiches. (laughs) That
1: was a great book, man. It was 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 always checked
0: out when I went. Okay, so legit question. I've been really rolling this around. Is it time to trim my beard back, Sam?
1: Well, you keep telling me that. Look Look, look,
0: look. That's the bottom of this beard right now.
1: You said Lori doesn't want you to trim it.
0: She really doesn't. um, But like, I don't know, dude. It's just like, is it a lot of work? Oh, it's insane amount of work, but you know, like, I don't know. It's kind of worth it because like, it looks good, you know? (laughs) Oh, it looks good. (laughs) And I know, like, I know there's men that can't grow this. And so it's like, you know, I shouldn't take it for granted.
1: Like if you've been given a gift, that's, that's like, that's like being able to sing like, uh, your you tones, know, exactly. your tones, you got it's pleasing the gift tones, the world needs just to hear just putting that in the pocket,
0: you know, sticking it away. That's right. Well, BT, why don't we tell the lovely listeners of the Worship Leader Props podcast and our viewers right here, right now, a little bit about our sponsor
1: planning center online. You got it. Well, you know how, we, you know how we feel about planning center. They are st- they're so good. They are so good. Just kidding. They're the base. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. So here's what they do. Planning Center designs software to help you find freedom to focus on what really matters in your ministry. And what is that? People, right? We're That's in the right. people people business. Uh, Planning Center is a set of seven online applications that you can subscribe to individually, or you can use them together as a full church management system. Here's Here are the tools that they, they offer. You can... Check people in to events and classes. You can receive, process, and track donations. You can organize small groups and take attendance. You can centralize everything you need to gain insight into your church members. You can take online event signups and payments. You can track and approve how and when facilities and resources are used. And you can schedule volunteers in any ministry, plan services, and equip your worship team. You can explore and give any planning center application a try with a 30 day free trial. Learn more at planning.com. Center. All right, bro. Question who wins
0: in a fight between planning center online and the expel spreadsheets that many of our churches are still using. And got, this is
1: cage rules. Yeah, so I got to tell you, I think planning center walks into the ring and the other, the other thing just shrivels and dies. Uh, yeah. I, fe- I
0: feel like all the grid lines just slowly fall apart. If they, when they even show sure. center coming. That's right. That's right. So if you're not using Planning Center on right now, you're being a doink, you do know, it, and, and like we've said a million times, if you're using the services app, just think about how like clutch that is for your ministry. Now picture another uh, group of apps that is just as clutch for your entire church as what the services app is just for your ministry of worship and tech. Yeah. So yeah. do it. Just do it. Do it. Just do it. Just, just do, it. do it. Just do it. Dude, I have been learning so much. So <laughs> yeah. like I have like. So Will Doggett and I did an Instagram live together and Will was on one one of our past episodes of the podcast. He does Ableton training and he's like the bomb, right? He's a wizard. So been trying to take this time that we have, like, yeah, a lot of us, like we're busy creating TV shows and all of that kind of crazy right now, right? But also trying to take this time to like do some extended learning and things like that. So like I've been having a blast. Uh, We recorded like, I think it was like 11 songs last Sunday, it's just like all acoustic. It's literally like acoustic keys, three uh, four vocalists. And then we're just adding like some of the pad tracks in, maybe a little bit of synth just to mm-hmm. kind of give it a little movement and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, like going in and just sitting down and throwing all this stuff into Studio One, I don't care if you got Audacity or Reaper, like for my audio guys out there, like just throw these, so throw some of these tracks in. You know, you can almost everybody can record multi tracks from there. If you got an X32, you can record multi tracks. Man, and just throwing this thing in my DAW and like okay let's just grab this compressor let's turn buttons what is it doing what am i hearing with my ears like man i just I, i've been like growing so much you know what i mean so like when it's time for me to come back i'm like i'm going to be even better at what i do um then you know what i mean because i've just been putting some time in th- now and today is the day my man uh this afternoon i'm going to i'm going after my level 1 dante certification whoa yeah Whoa. Like I, I know enough about Dante. I can route, I can get in and, and, and get it all set up. But like, I want to get, I want to, I want to understand what's going on under the hood. You know level what I mean? Level one,
1: my man, that's.
0: I mean, not all of us can be. What level are you? 27. 27.
1: 27. Level
0: 27 yeah. Dante trainer. I yeah, mean.
1: That's a purple belt. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I did go to high school with Dante. You did? Yeah. That's awesome. Yep.
0: Um, so I just want to encourage you guys right now. Man, take this time. I know, like, there's a lot going on, but take this time to just do some learning. Um, Smart has got a bunch of uh, free training out there for for people. Um, Who else have a smart so you can do like Dante certification type stuff? Now I'm talking to my tech guys out there, right? I don't know how many worship pastors need to go get Dante certified, but you know what I mean. Like, there's so many things that you could be doing out there right now to keep getting better um at your craft so that way you can even be more um ready for when it's time to come back.
1: So. Absolutely. You know, I've rediscovered a love for cooking, which has led to an even greater love for eating. <laughs> That's amazing, dude. So I'm I gonna love have, it. Then what I'm going to have to rediscover is an exercise program. <laughs> of some of some kind. <laughs> so,
0: okay, let, let's go into this new segment of the podcast called cooking with BT. Oh, what yeah. are we been making lately? Like what, what, what's your go-to these days?
1: Okay. So this is a, uh, this is something that I grew up eating that maybe not everybody grew up eating, but my okay. wife loves me to make fried bologna sandwiches. Okay. Fried bologna with cheese. Oh man. Is that'd, that good? That'd, 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 it's a game changer, my man. Really? Oh, it's a game changer. And we've been cooking lots of stuff. Uh, of the sweet variety and also like just meal. Like we're, everybody's busy. We're all busy, you know? Like, yeah. And so cooking is just something that you have to plan for. Mm, you got to right. have the ingredients. You got to have stuff thought out or whatever. And so, uh, you know, now we're at home together every day. So we have the time to talk about it. And so we're, you know, nobody's going out to eat. So we're just, we're cooking up a store. That's what we're doing. I love it, dude. Yeah, I love it. a blast.
0: I... Had been doing a lot of research. So I got a smoker for Christmas, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So I, I've, I've got ribs on lock now. My ribs are killer. I make really good chicken thighs that you, you baste in uh, some barbecue sauce that's been reduced down with Diet Coke. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you right now, my man. And then you throw them back in. It caramelizes that, that <laughs> glaze on the outside. Yeah. Jalapeno poppers, like smoked jalapeno poppers wrapped in bacon on lock. So the one thing I've been afraid to go after is a brisket. Oh, because yeah. it's that's, it's it's tough, right? It's real special. And brisket's my favorite, and I feel like I feel like any any doink with a good rub can make all the other meats. But like this <laughs> one, this is like so. I finally manned up. I watched all kinds of videos from Aaron Franklin. I was texting with uh, Corey Edwards, who's like
1: he's a grill master.
0: Uh, he yeah, he's a grill master and a mix master. Let's
1: be right, honest, right?
0: You know. And then I get to the store last night, and a brisket is sixty dollars, and I was like, nope. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, so. Man, have you ever have you ever there's this account on Instagram and TikTok called Over the Fire Cooking? Oh. Yeah. You you need to check him out. He has a million followers on uh on Instagram. D- hey, WLP Nation. Did you know WLP is on the TikTok? Yeah, I'm, there's a little little shame that comes with that, you know. To, <laughs> and I don't I don't really know what I'm doing. So um yeah, but we're working on it. We are. On, so follow us on TikTok. I, I think what tots. I'm going to do,
0: you know, like I told you, like, okay, this is a time of learning for Jeremy. Yeah. So Dante certifications first up, then I'm going into the smart training next week. And then after that, I think it's time to learn some TikTok dances. Nice. And I Come will on. send you TikTok dances. Then we could j- the ginge with <laughs> his T-shirt and beard. We'll just throw it all up over the the Taks.
1: Hey, so I just got a text from my wife that says, baloney is not all we're eating. <laughs> and that is true. That is true. Like we've had, we've made uh, sausage and kraut. You did? Yes. It was delicious. We've made, uh, we made some brats. We're going to make a uh, chicken cordon bleu later Oh, today. Tomorrow our uh, Easter meal is stuffed peppers. Oh my goodness. Come on now. I mean, this is legit right here. We, we, uh, I grilled some fillets. Oh. Some burgers. Yeah, man. So, you know. Lots of cooking. There you go, KT. Whatever, Katie. You know, he's just literally making bologna all the time and eating donuts. <laughs> Come on. I, uh, so I've, 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 I'm not eating the donuts, remember? Because I couldn't find hostess. Oh, that's right. And no offense to the little Debbie people. They got a lot of strong snacks. But when you look at the, at the powdered sugar donuts, it's just not the same. They need to change the so name. to
0: Mediocre, Debbie. <laughs> all right, dude. So, Man, we're we're in Holy Week, right? Oh, we yesterday are. Yesterday was Good Friday, and uh, we did an online service. It was awesome. I know lots of churches. You guys had an online thing, didn't you?
1: For Good Friday?
0: Yeah, yeah. And so I got I got super busy yesterday. Like we, uh, I went straight over. So I went my last church that I served at. That has been really super cool, and they're letting me use their studio to do a bunch of mixing in. And so I went in and I worked for hours yesterday trying to get these videos up and running and all that kind of good stuff. And, uh, you know, I, I did check into our good Friday service and whatnot, but just busy, 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 got home, did my stretches, walked. you know, had dinner with family, all that stuff. So when I got in bed is when I did my devotions. And so I'm doing this, uh, it's like a seven day walking with Jesus through the Holy week kind of a thing. Nice. And dude, you ever get those moments, like you're doing a devotional or you're in the word and like the spirit of God just straight kicks you in the teeth yeah, dude, like yesterday was 100% that moment. So the devotion was talking about how we get so busy with life and what we're doing that we end up missing the point of many things, or we end up missing the fine details about things. And so this, this, this person that wrote the devotion, I'm not really sure who did it, started going into the fact like, yeah, we are celebrating today or remembering, I don't know if you can celebrate, but like remembering Jesus's death on the cross. And it's like, we, we, we sit there and we're like, yeah. And they're like, but when we're so busy and we're just got everything, we're moving from one thing to the next. So it's like, it was, it kind of felt like in my mind, I went, all right, check good Friday's done. Now I'm looking to Easter Sunday's coming. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. But we forget to last on some of the, like, to like linger on some of the finer details. Like when you really think about, like, think about um, a, a group of men pulling a corpse off of a cross and then making themselves unclean and then taking the body of the savior into a room. And then like thinking through, like imagine the smell of the spices in the room, the the wails of the crying, thinking about the heavy hearts of people as they're watching and, and taking care of Jesus and things like that. And how like, man, like, they, yes, we, we, we think, okay, Jesus died on the cross and, and you know, but like you start like really taking the time mm to dive into what would the day have actually been like? What were the people experiencing? Um, Even Jesus himself, like where he was and what he was going through. Like, man, just kicked me so hard yesterday that like, man, I need to slow down. And while I'm doing a lot of great for the kingdom, I've told you guys this a million times, like I am always gonna default to Martha. I struggle being Mary. Um, Man, don't miss out Hmm. on these small details of what, Christ accomplished this week. And I know like it ultimately culminates in Easter up from the grave. He arose. It's through the power of that resurrection that we have authority in Jesus name, that we uh, have the forgiveness versus like, I get all of that good stuff. Like, and it's amazing, but let's not get so focused on that, that we miss the journey to get there.
1: Yeah. Um, Cause without the journey, there's no Easter without Friday.
0: Exactly. Exactly. So Man, just I don't know. I just want to share y'all with share that with y'all this morning because uh, man, it was just like I was just sitting in my chair and I'm like, it's already time for bed, and I'm like tired, and I'm like, oh man, I missed the point again. <laughs> well, it's <laughs> you know hard, I mean? man. So,
1: you know, and you know, Kim and I, we got a, and many of our listeners, I'm sure, have too. We got the chance to walk, you know, the streets of Jerusalem um, last year, and you know, being in those those spaces um, puts a whole new spent it put a whole new spin on it for us you know looking at how how really congested that area is and just imagining yeah. you know when those streets were crowded like they were crowded because they're not very big uh to yeah. begin with and um yeah without friday man that's right yeah and
0: now uh i've asked brian to sing for us via del rosa
1: <laughs> you're the <laughs> singer come on Jer. you're the hey can <laughs> no. i can i say something say it so here's the deal um you have if you're if you're a person who goes to church, right, or just That's serves on the you're volunteer on the team or whatever, and you you probably have no idea what it looks like. In fact, I'll, I'll guarantee you have no idea to, to what it looks like to be in uh, one of the like worship leader positions, like worship leader, production director, audio, video. All the you have no idea what this change has meant for those people at your church. Yeah. Our production director slept at the church one night. Yeah. Okay. You have no idea. So we were jokingly about like, yeah, we're basically producing TV shows. Like we are. And there's an army of people who produce TV shows. And in many cases, they're volunteers or just one person or whatever. I want to encourage you after Easter Sunday, there's got to be a way to like go on Amazon and send somebody a gift card. I would encourage you do that for your for your worship and tech people at your church, I would highly encourage you just as some kind of little thing that says, Hey, I recognize that this is a huge, huge pivot for you. Uh, and the hours, um, they are in no way less, uh, than Mm -hmm. just because we're not uh, going into the office. So I would encourage you to show those folks some love. That's awesome. That's awesome, dude.
0: So yesterday I had a opportunity to jump into a Zoom chat. So you may remember um, we jumped in with Five Words Media um, as they were giving away. It was called Free Church AV. And so they were giving away an AVL package to a church uh, in need. What, what, what's it, up to? Up to $200,000. $200, yeah. You heard we said $200,000 uh, giveaway. And so uh, Hope Church uh, in Virginia, Danville, right? Virginia, Danville, yeah. Virginia was the recipients of this. And so I got to sit in for their initial design meeting yesterday. And man, we're just so excited for uh, Jonathan Wright and Hope Church and uh, Five Words Media. Dan Gorley, their owner was doing an awesome job. Like you see his heart for the church um, and and jumping in with them. And so that was a super cool experience awesome. uh, getting to, to be a part of that. So it's really awesome. It's very, so, very cool. Yeah, and then just to piggyback off that real quick, um, before we jump into prayer concerns, I want to remind you guys that we have uh, started up, it's called WLP Consulting. Um, and the first branch of it that we're putting out is production um, consulting, basically. So, uh, man, we, right now, we're, we're, we're out there wanting to be able to help you guys with your live stream. Um, so you've got myself, uh, Dan Smith, who is the audio director Uh, of willow creek and then you've got keith and carol who is one of our guests on the podcast who now is a freelancer but spent five years as one of the main production directors for christ fellowship and then uh, we've recently brought on uh, luke flowers from church on the move uh, to kind of cover a video so you got dan who's our audio director you've got keith and who's a lighting director and you've got uh luke who, who specializes in video and then myself for all the funny. And uh, so, yeah, you can go to www.worshipleaderprobs.com and check out the consulting page. And uh, right now, like I said, we we can jump in and send us a link to your, to your live stream. And uh, the, the four of us will get in together and come up with some detailed, meticulous notes of how we feel like you can uh, improve the experience. Because here's the deal, man the heart for all of what we're trying to do right now. We're just trying to see the kingdom of God expand and we want Amen. the gospel to go forward. Amen. And so this is our medium right now. And so I know uh, a lot of us are trying to do this for the first time. And so we can join in with you. And then we're, we're developing some other ideas to go along with it To If you've got a big AVL project coming up, we can walk beside you guys and be an advocate uh, as you're dealing with integrators and all of the things that go along with that. So keep uh, looking out for more of that. And uh, we're excited to get to partner with you guys. So. Amen. It's the base. All right, dude. I When I get a text message early in the morning from BT, and all it says is prepare yourself, I know exactly what he's talking about. So my dude, why don't we get into our first segment of the podcast that we like to call Prayer Concerns. So we've used the same music for 75 episodes. It's like these Gregorian chant thing. I told BT I really want a license living out a prayer. And put that right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: if you got a you got a connection to John Bon Jovi. Yeah, uh, that'd be awesome. Hook us up.
0: Well, guys, prayer concerns on the Worship Leader Pro- Problems podcast are literally just this. Like, we all have connection cards, we all have welcome cards, and we all have people who, instead of putting uh, prayer, where, under where it says prayer requests, they end up putting something along the lines of, you're out of toilet paper in the bathroom, the music's too loud, your pants are too tight. Like, that's just where people like to complain to the church. Uh, so, we like to read those here on the Worship Leader Pro- Problems podcast because here's the deal. All of us that are in church ministry, the reality is we're all dealing with the same exact things, but a lot of times um, it can feel like you're all alone having to deal with the Karens and Cecils of the world. And so, um, man, when we read those here, you realize, wow, that church down the street, they've got the same thing going on there. So it just helps the world feel a little bit smaller. And so, Brian, what do we got this week?
1: All right, let's dive in. Let's dive in. Number one, prayer concern number one. I had a lady approach me after the service to tell me that my stark white shirt was too close to the color of my skin and it looked like I wasn't wearing anything under my cardigan. She had come to check and make sure I wasn't leading worship in just a cropped cardigan. (laughs) What's a cardigan? Uh, Button-up sweater. Oh, okay. yeah, you know,
0: a cropped cardigan. Yeah, That's cro- it. Crop it. Yep. Yep. Crop it's, it's Woodstock and I'm just going <laughs> to go on and lead worship for that. Okay. Thank you. Lord. Well done knowing what a cardigan is. You
1: know, you know, back in the day, that was the thing. Do you,
0: do you wear a cardigan?
1: Uh, do boys I have, wear cardigans? I, yes, they do. Uh, I have, I do not currently have any in the rotation. Okay. That's fair. Mm. All right. Okay. Number two, prayer concern. Number two, an older gentleman in our church. Did your husband buy you those earrings? Me? No. Older gentleman. They look like some fishing lures I used to use to do (laughs) deep sea fishing. Are you sure he hasn't taken them fishing? (laughs) Fishing lures. Yeah. Okay. Number three. Prayer concern number three. I was given the feedback that my pink water bottle was distracting on the stage when I was singing. I was also given feedback a week later that people liked that I color coordinated my water bottle with my outfits, which I never did. It was the same (laughs) plain old silver bottle in a pink sleeve. You can't win sometimes. No, you can't. Oh, you can't. We love you, church people. We love you. We do. We do.
0: We do. 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 And that's not us convincing ourselves. We do. (laughs) We actually do. do. We
1: do. We do. We do. Okay. (laughs) Number four, prayer concern number four. A teenage boy in our youth group came up to me and said, you don't look like someone who can sing well because you play sports. My response to him was, have you ever seen the plot to High School Musical?
0: (laughs) That's a baller right there. That is coming at it like a savage. Yeah. Pretty savage. Get 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 your head in the game.
1: <laughs> okay, number five prayer concern number. Real five. quick, real quick. Yeah. If yep, Lori yep. was in
0: here, so we have a playlist of duets, and oh, when Lori gosh. and I drive around in the car, we sing duets with each other. So like, we'll sing "Heart Alone." Come on. But but we flip it, and I sing the super high harmony. Nice. Um, I, I would expect but, no less. Yeah our our number one go to though is from High School Musical, and if she was in here. We'd sing it for you, but she's not, so we can't. We need, to, we need to do that sometime. Yeah. It's hard to believe that I couldn't see <laughs> that you were always right beside me.
1: Your life is fascinating to me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, this is number five. And folks, we don't write these. We just report what, <laughs> what you submit to us, okay? We're just the middleman. We're just the middleman. So hold on to your halos. <clears throat> number five, prayer concern number five. On a connection card after a Sunday service, they said, Pull your shirt down. I don't come to church on Sunday to see belly pubes.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. Belly pubes.
1: Yeah, that's a new that's a first.
0: I'm going to need a moment to compose myself. If we had
1: like a a wall of fame or probably in this case, a wall of shame for prayer concerns, that one's going on there. That's definitely up there. (laughs) Well, guys. (laughs)
0: <laughs> all right y'all thank you so much for sending in your prayer concerns to the worship leader Probs podcast uh if you would like to send in your uh, prayer concern for us to read right here on the podcast all you gotta do is go to www.worshipleaderprobs.com click on the prayer concerns tab there's a quick and easy form you can fill out we don't ask for your name we don't ask for your church's name it is completely anonymous so hey y'all thanks for being a part thank you all right, my man, it is time to get into part two with our conversation with Cody Cards. And this one, this this part's fascinating um, because so m- most of you know uh, the song, the, the Blessing, right? Oh, yeah. So Cody and Carrie were part of writing that with Stephen Furtick and Chris Brown from Elevation. And uh, we get to kind of hear the backstory on how, where that song came from. It's crazy. Like this song almost didn't even happen. Yeah. So crazy. dude, you're going to really enjoy this. So enjoy part two with mr cody karns
1: okay so tell tell can you walk us through so like the story we hear on the youtube video about the blessing you guys are you get together with Stephen furtick you're just writing on thursday this thing happens and you're like we got to do it this weekend
2: mm-hmm. yeah we um yeah we were scheduled we just had been scheduled for a few months to just go do worship at the church for the weekend. And we we like tacked on a writing day kind of in addition to it. And so yeah, we're we're writing on Thursday. We wrote, we wrote a whole different song first. So we we spent like we started at 10 a.m. We spent till about five or six writing this whole different song. And we're sitting down to demo it. And while we're like about ready to demo it, like we so that was the first time we'd set up like keys and headphones and mics and reverb and all the beautiful magical things, you know. And so we're sitting down in that setting about to demo this song <clears throat> and this other idea, like, like Steven was just kind of started going on this whole other idea of around the kind of number six blessing. And, and um, <clears throat> and so we just kind of paused for a second, you know, and it felt like, it felt like this whole other song was just like coming into the rooms. It was just the craziest thing. Mm-hmm. And so we're sitting there and like, you know, noodling around that we can all start jumping in and doing stuff and, and we're like, well, we, you know, should we demo the other song or should we keep going on this? And it's like, let's keep going on this. And so we kind of sit there. And what's crazy to think about is like, we could have said, I don't know, like I was kind of tired, like at six o'clock after writing the whole writing for eight hours. Like I was kind of like, man, eh, you know, at least for me, I was like, if we go home, great. If we stay and writing the song, great. I mean, you know, yeah. To, th- to think about, we almost could have missed writing the song is mind blowing. <sighs> me. Like, wow. I don't know, wow. but um, who knows what. We, we kind of joked like God, if we would have tried to leave, like God would have like locked down the building or something in to stay. I don't know. There's probably like a hundred different things he would have done. But but anyway, so we just, this song just started happening and it's like, hey, let's write this, let's write around this number six blessing and, you know, went went and got the, the you know, translation for it that we that we felt we loved and the melody just like fell out. And then that was like, kind of, it was crazy because that, that song was written in just a matter of a couple of hours. It literally just was like, one thing after the other, just all these puzzle pieces dropping into place, and it felt wow. like so divine. It just felt like this crazy. Which songs sometimes do that, but it's rare when they do. It's mm-hmm. special. You, mm-hmm. as a songwriter, like you know, like when this is something special is happening. So anyway, so we finished the song in a few hours, demo it. Feels really special. Um, and they normally like, uh, you know, Elevation said this. Like we would normally would never introduce a song this fast, and I think Carrie and I, I don't think we ever really would either. But just because we were already there, Carrie and I were already there on the weekend and we we wouldn't be for, we didn't know when the next time we'd be there. So it was like, Hey, this feels amazing. This feels amazing. Let's just, let's do it this weekend. Why not? You know, it's just like kind of this crazy thing. And they've got so much like amazing production pieces that have to fall into place. Like they, they went into like, like overload mode, like in amazing way because they had like. They, they already had choir and strings scheduled for the set list that we had already planned a few weeks. Ago. Wow. wow. And wow. so their strings players, like where they wrote arrangements to it within like 24 hours, you know, yeah. wrote arrangements, the choir, the choir had written arrangements, like all this stuff. Cause we show up Saturday and it's like all these pieces are in place. So their team is just crazy and amazing. But, um, so yeah, but we lead at the weekend and Saturday night, we leave first service. It just like blows up in the room. People are super impacted. We see people crying all over the place. Like, well, that was amazing. And then Sunday we do the two services as well. Same thing. Um, And the 1130 service, the third service is the one that's on the YouTube video. So we get done with that service and it was like, man, that was crazy. (laughs) Like that feels really special. And we're sitting around having lunch afterwards. And Chris and I start talking and we're like, I was like, man, I've, I feel like we need to put this out. Like, wow. I think, I think we need to just take 1130 and just, cause they, they've never, they've never really released stuff from church. They've always done live recordings, which is amazing because they always look so incredible, mm, you know? Incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's just their MO. They really like to plan when they record something and, you know, they don't ever like to just put them release something. And so it was kind of like, it took a, it took just some conversation and they had just announced that their album was going to come out April 3rd that weekend so they had just started their whole marketing campaign for this album that this song wasn't on and all this stuff and so it was just kind of like a lot of and i had an album coming out a lot of conversations yeah. of like mm, mm. on a marketing level like paper wise this doesn't make any sense to release this song right now <laughs> because it's not on either of our albums you know we're, we're talking about those like but there was just at the same time this there was this like this gut feeling in our spirit of like But we need to release this right now. Like we kind of just need to like throw all that stuff out the window and just be like, this song is for right now. It's all that matters. Hmm. And so I remember we came home after church. We we didn't really settle on a on a decision. We just kind of like floated all the ideas out there on Sunday, and then we came home. And I think it was like Tuesday. Carrie and I were at home, and we all of a sudden felt this like almost like this need to pray. Like we're in our kitchen. We're talking about the song and craziness of it and instantly i feel like the lord tells me if you don't release this song right now it, it will be straight up disobedient you know <laughs> and i like <laughs> i felt it like so heavy on me and i took care like, "Babe, we need to we need to pray like we need to pray that like that this all the all the things that need to be worked out and all the stuff that needs to happen would just come through you know and so we pray and i'm not kidding you five minutes later elevation calls me and it's like uh, a few of their guys and Steven and Chris and me and Carrie were all on the phone. And, and the first thing they say is like, all right, what are we going to do with this song? <laughs> <laughs> and cause they had seen like massive response just from their live stream from like all they've, they've like, we've never seen a song do this. Like a new song we've introduced at church people responding and like, they're having to pull down like all these YouTube rips of people ripping it from church and putting it up on YouTube. They're like wow. having to pull down like a few every hour, just new one, you know? So they felt, you know, the response of it anyway. So that was Tuesday. By Wednesday, we we decided that, that day, like, let's release this thing. Like we have to put it out. And so by like Wednesday night, we had a mix and an edit done. Their, their team did all this. And then Thursday at 9 a.m. It was uploaded to YouTube and Friday it released. So, yeah, they released within you know eight days of being written, and really like five days of being recorded so just crazy and at that time, you know the coronavirus was happening really it was really happening in other countries, yeah, and it was like there was like a there was like bubbling up if it could come to the states, but it wasn't really happening here right yet, so mm-hmm. no one really knew. Mm-hmm. to think about to think about now where we're at and like it seems like the perfect song at the perfect time absolutely way we needed it it. to look back on all those moments of feeling god like go now i like he was like go put it out put it out (laughs) like you know and it's like wow that's that's crazy because now i we see why it's so obvious to us so man we're just i mean we're blown away by it honestly oh my gosh yeah and it's the i think it's the one song like that I, I personally, for me, I can sp- I can't speak for anybody, other people, but for me, it's the one song that I've been a part of writing. Like all the songs I've been a part of writing, feel like a gift. Like I feel like mm-hmm. they just kind of come through me. I don't feel yeah. like I'm like this mm-hmm. amazing songwriter. I just I feel like God just had dropped gifts in my lap. But on another level, this song I almost like forgot that I I was a part of writing. It doesn't mm-hmm. feel because I'm we're seeing you know our family as if like. Not because we wrote it, because as if we didn't write it, as if somebody, hmm. as if wow. somebody released this song on YouTube, and we're like, thank you God, like we have something to wow. bring to in this season, yeah, like that's when we're singing it over our kids at night, like you know, so it's just been a crazy thing because people are like, thank you for writing the song, and I'm like, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't even know what to say, I'm like. I don't feel like, I don't know. It just felt like literally God just dropped it in the room, you know? It's, it's like straight scripture, right? So yeah. in
0: essence, you, you
2: didn't write it. No, we didn't write it. We just kind of framed it. <laughs> then we the just, Lord wrote it for you, you know? We just wow. put some melodies to so it cool. and packed pack it together, you know, which, I mean, that's really what writing for the church should be. I kind of learned the yeah. lesson that way. I'm like, oh, like, yeah, just take scripture and write a melody to it and just kind of frame it together. Like, <laughs> yeah. <huh. laughs>
1: so awesome. <laughs>
0: in the midst of that all the hard work um the i think the create i think he's the creative director for elevation was in a band for like 10 years with my worship pastor okay and so jay cody texted andy and was like bro we're working on something right now like i've never seen before in our church it's gonna blow people away like he was just like we're in overtime we've i've never in all my time here at elevation never seen anything like this it was it was so like when it came Crazy. out, and it was it's it just like the power of that. It's like Andy is this like my worship pastor. He's this East Tennessee college quarterback leading worship. Like he's just man's man. He's pig man. And he yeah. and he walked into the green room with tears falling down his face, wow. and I'm like, wow. I was like, then I you just watch the blessing, and he goes, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you got I thrown up. Email. Oh, <laughs> yeah. He's watching <laughs> blessing blessing. Right, it's, oh, it's hard. It's hard. All these suns dropping, the flowers are blooming, so there's allergies and coronavirus. You really don't know <laughs> which one somebody has when they come in hacking and crying. I've, you know, like, oh. Uh, yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> I'm, 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 I, I got sick, what, Brian? Eight weeks ago? Oh, yeah. I, I've been coughing ever since. Yeah. Well, uh, it's been stupid. So, that's the all worst. right, Cody. So, let me ask you a question. If we could uh, find a space big enough to grab every worship leader, every musician volunteer, every tech guy, kind of everybody that serves within this creative arts ministry that is leading people through musical worship. Get them all in one big old giant room. We gave you a microphone. What would you want to share with those guys?
2: Mm. Man. I, I feel like You know, I, I think oftentimes like I, I think about this when I get a little weary and like doing all the kind of the I never get weary with with the ministry side of it, but I definitely get weary with like the technical or the the demand of travel or the demand of the hours or that you know, that kind of stuff like mm-hmm. we're human, so we're gonna we're gonna get weary of that. And um anytime I start feeling that way, um one, I just have to find a way to, to Sabbath and to rest and to like, mm-hmm. and, I, and, and i you know, we try to find a way to do that in, in, um, biblically in just in rotation weekly. Anyway, I think that's, that's how God designed it for a reason so that we wouldn't burn out. But when you get to a place where you feel that way, I try to always go back to, I, I think about even when I started doing this and I think about the times like I try to focus my mind on what was it like when I started, and what was it like when I fell in love with this? What was it like when I fell in love with Jesus? What was it like when mm. I fell in love with leading worship? Um, and why did I start doing this? And where? Where? What was my passion at? And like, and I even think about like I try to find all the all the like the victories of the, even the last say month or year or whatever. I try to think about like the time that the person told me like thank you for writing this song and. Did this in my family, or it really healed this part of my heart? Or thank mm. you, for, you know, you saying like, thank you when you came to Florida. Like, I mean, that there's so many days where we we travel and we love, we worship. Once we get in, once we get in the room with people, it's like we don't we don't feel that weariness at all. But sometimes leading up to it and just the travel and all the things and when things go wrong and when you get calls that you don't love and you get. You know, and it's like that—that that, that part leaving home all the time is weary sometimes. And mm-hmm. I try to just think about those stories of like people telling me, "Man, when you came to this place, you did this. This is what happened. This is what God did to me." You know. And so I think, I think if you, you know, if you're weary, um, and if you find those moments where you're, you find yourself exhausted, really try to center your. Really try to go and just center your mind and your heart around why you fell in love with this in the first place. The things that the word, the things that God said to you along the way, the victories that you've seen, even the small mm-hmm. ones, like the mm-hmm. things that you've seen that you've you've been a part of, of ministering to to people and helping people connect to God. And I think especially to the like production people, man, you guys are worship leaders. And mm-hmm. I don't Amen. think I don't know if people maybe, maybe I mean you guys probably hear this. You, you would hear this way more than I would, but at least in what I can see, people don't talk about that very much. Like, mm-hmm. you, like every person you're a part of, um, you're part of translating what's happening on a, a stage and a platform. So there's a worship team that's preparing these songs and these melodies and these scriptures, puts a melody for people to encounter God. But it doesn't happen unless it's translated through all of the production equipment, it's translated through like the atmosphere is completely different if all that stuff isn't there. And, Mm -hmm. and so I just feel like to, to you guys in production, like, thank you for what you do. And I know for Carrie and I, like we really value production. We really value that world and, and what you guys do. And we see it as such an essential part. Like if I go out somewhere and they tell me I can only take two people That I'm bringing a drummer and I'm bringing a front house guy. That's that's it. Because I'm like, if I'm that's because you could just play all the other instruments. No, (laughs) exactly. I'm I'm up there like Dick Van Dyke, like one man band. (laughs) Um, No, but but I'm bringing a front house guy because I'm like, that is he's a he is a he's a band member in my mind. Like, we, we can play all the things right and we can have all the best tone. But if it doesn't get translated out there, it doesn't mean anything. And yeah, right. so, you know, I just—I really just just—I pray that you guys feel valued in that way, and not that you—not that you don't or shouldn't. But I've just seen in that world that the repercussions of some some people in those positions—they don't—they either don't value themselves or they don't, or they've been kind of treated like they're not valued. Man, that's such a lie, you know. And um, so, anyway, I just uh, and our friend House Guys, and I love him because. He he kind of he kind of wrote this whole blog recently. I think it's I don't know where it is, but um so it's kind of pointless, but I'll just tell you what it says. <laughs> but so our front of house guy is Indy and he's he's he works at our church and he's a front of house guy at our church, but he's also a worship leader. And that's really mm-hmm. he's a drummer and a worship leader and a front of house guy. It's really an amazing wow. kind of anomaly. And I love the way that he runs front of house because he runs it like a worship leader in the sense that he sees his position as I'm leading worship from the space because I'm really helping to translate the audio that's happening on the, on the stage. I'm helping to translate it to the people. And if that connection isn't made then it's, you, you got enough, you know? And so anyway, just for, for those guys, like, man, thank you for leading worship. And I pray that you see it that way. I hope that you see it that way, that, that, um, you're really helping connect people and set an atmosphere for people to, Encounter God and the stories and the miracles that you're seeing all around you—they aren't just because of the worship team; they're because of you. And so, keep your eyes open. Like, keep your put, pull your eyes off the console every once in a while and look around. Like, the people that are encountering God and the miracles that you're seeing in the places that you're serving because that's that's because you're there and you're serving and you're doing your part.
1: Amen. Dude, Oof.
0: thank you for that. Thank you for that. That. So, I'm a, I'm a production guy. Is what I do and. I I used to be on stage, and then one day they put me behind a console, and now I will never go back on stage. I I feel more a part of the band from the console than, but yes. like that's kind of part of my heart. Like, man, I just want to encourage my my pr- production guys out there. Like, for every page of the X thirty two manual you have memorized, like, <laughs> let's add some scripture to that too. You know what I mean? Like, you should right. be really good at your craft and be and be deep in the Word. Also, they're not yes. exclusive. And Absolutely. many times, I think I think we because we know how important a good front of house guy, a good video guy, a good lighting guy is sometimes mm. we elevate their craft over their soul. Yeah. And, um, you know, and some of that's like on us as a church, like, you know, like, Hey, I kind of let that pass because he's so good at this. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, so like, that's kind of, that's so much part of my well, heart. And that's, and just, why I'm...
2: that's just good for you too. Like if you're rooted in the word and your, your position isn't going to get, you're not going to get as weary doing it and you're not gonna Mm -hmm. it's it's not it's not gonna like it's not gonna hurt you as much when people either don't say anything or they say something that you know what i mean like when you yeah Yeah. that's for anybody in church like i can go through church so much less offended (laughs) when i'm like when i'm just (laughs) when i'm rooted in the word of god oh yeah when i know my value my value comes from god and you know that just you're going to be rooted in the word for your value and like and, and when I realize that I've been forgiven of, of much, so I, I should also forgive of much, you know? And so th- those things are just going to help your soul in general. Like, if you're rooted in the word. and Whatever position you're in in church, you're just not going to be shaken by too much. Like, and you can serve your church the way that you're meant to without, you know, getting knocked around as much. Because, you know, a lot of times offense in church just is like you take me taking something the wrong way that it wasn't intended to be said that way. And that person thought okay. it wasn't that yep. way. And, you know, and it's people are so quick to jump to offense, but it's like, man, like be rooted in the word and, and you'll be okay. You know, you can, right. you can make mm. through all that stuff and you'll, you'll be just fine.
0: Well, I guess it's a blessing that Cody didn't decide to get up and leave. Right. And o'clock. it's
2: blessing me.
1: It is. Yeah, right? dude. It's going to bless us and our children and their children, and
0: children and yeah, their children. It's unbelievable. Like I wasn't sure I'll be just this transparent, right? I wasn't sure if that song would translate anywhere else. You know what I'm saying? Like it's pretty special. Yeah. Can only elevation pull it off with Carrie, Carrie Job? We did it on live stream three weeks ago. It translated. Mm. It was unbelievable watching the comments. Like they were pouring. What is the song? I'm just, I'm crying right now. And I'm like, Holy moly, that's like mm. on a live stream. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, so yeah. if that right there doesn't show the the anointing hand of God on a song that a bunch of people who had never heard it before, like our senior pastor never heard it. And he was sitting next to our worship pastor as they were in the comments. They, they like to go up to the church and do that stuff together. And like Gordon was like, what is this? Mm. And he was like super blessed by it. Like, so that's unbelievable. Awesome. dude. That's awesome. Very and, similar. To- go ahead. Go ahead.
1: Well, I was going to say, Cody has new music out. Oh, his album. Yeah. So make sure that you grab that. And look, you you know what we always say? Anybody can stream it. That's right. Go buy it. Go buy it. Um,
0: Awesome. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening to episode 75 of the Worship Leader Probs podcast. And until next time, see ya. Deuces.